0: So you know that there's been a standoff, or it's so it seems that there's been a standoff between Hashem and Knesset Yisrael for so many years. The Baruch Shlomo says, "Shuvu shuvu I'll bring this down. It's a vikuach. a Hashem's Baruch says, the come back to me and I'll go back to you. And of course, what do we say to Hashem? We say, Bring us back to you. So the question is like who's going to make the first move? So this, is, this is going on for a long time. Shuvur And we say, uh, we don't know how to do that, we can't get started. So we say, so says that when the B'Rosh says to us Shuvu really he's already getting it started right by the mere fact that Hashem says I want you to come back to me we start thinking about it Rabbi Yaakov Moshe explains in the context of history and where we are now the meaning of this the meaning of this <coughs> disagreement we can call it that. Of course it's not. Let's learn inside. HaRotzin HaElyon HaRotzin HaElyon who HaElyon HaRotzin HaElyon HaRotzin HaElyon The highest will of Hashem. The Rotzin HaElyon is that Bnei Yisrael who HaKivuT HaElyon who dwell below here in this world. Hashem wants that we should be you HaMailim L'Shachlel asMiftane HaGaula Hashem wants us to develop. Miftanei the mift- miftan is like a threshold uh, when you walk into a room. The miftan. Hashem wants us to prepare and to develop and to build up to the point where Gula will finally completely unfold. But He wants us, you are to work hard. That we have to work hard on on. Developing the the threshold leading in to redemption. Hashem will take care. Hashem will take care of the ultimate redemption. Loshuv el ha'aretz. If Hashem wants us, of course, this is very much aligned with his Rebbe's way of thinking, with Reb Kook's way of thinking. Loshuv el ha'aretz v'levnosa to return. Before the final Gula, he wants us to work on the Shachlel as Miftaneh Gula. That leads to the Gula. That brings to the Gula. The door that carries us where we enter into the Gula, to come back to cell and to build there. Ula Havlit es Atzmon b'vne Kol ba and Tubbu and Lavlit. Some word b'olait. How do you translate Lavlit? To Present ourselves in a clear way before the entire world. am a powerful, a powerful living, and fresh. Ranan means when something is fresh, alive. A nation that is alive, that is powerful, that is great. Not just to wait for Mashiach to come, that we should be a bunch of loves now, you know, a bunch of lo now. A bunch of goalless dickhead people right now. And then and then Mashiach is going to come and he's going to touch us with a magic wand. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, like Supman. I don't know if you know about Superman All of a sudden, like, you know, our chest begins to grow and then the buttons pop off. And then we become like super Jews, you know. Tzadikim and Kadoshim and become healthy. And we and we go back to working the land and we go back to being self sufficient, not having to depend upon it and snowing from the whole world. So a lot of people are just waiting that Mashiach is going to come and he's going to give us a tap. And then we're all going to, like, become supermen. Then everything's going to be good. But until that time, we walk around like a bunch of schleppers, you know. Like a bunch of shnaras and a bunch of schleppers. So Rabbi Akham says, no, no, the time has come. We're holding by the mif'tan, by the doorpost, by the threshold of gaula. And at this point in time, the Rabbi wants us to return, to build, to build the land and ourselves, to be strong and healthy and alive and vibrant. This is all very much aligned with the Torah Sagra, which had a huge influence on, on Rav Kook and subsequently on Rabbi Akamayisha. Metsuyat Bechol means armed, equipped. With all, of, with all of the necessary things that make a nation into a healthy, a healthy nation. All that a nation needs. What does that mean? It means an economy, a strong economy. A healthy and vibrant society, culture. With skills and talents that are developed, and to be, even when it comes to, when it comes to not just the sciences, but to manual labor, everything. And all of the expansiveness of a healthy and vibrant society. <speaking in> haruach. <Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> but especially, amitsus <speaking in> haruach. <Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> means a certain spirit of courage, of strength. That through all of the years of Galus, and the experiences of Galus, that we that we became very, very frightened. Galus has, has been a not for us now; it's much better. But it, historically, it was terrifying. And and the way that we learned to live in Galus was the way Yaakov Vino tried to tried to work things out with Esav when he first came to ASIF. So our experience in Galat has been that what works best for us is hachna, submissiveness. And over the years, hiding and running and trying to not be seen in such a way has had the effect of taking away a certain amitsus haruah a certain courage and a certain strength, a healthy confidence and courage that over the years has waned and weakened. Gruer Saratsen. Guru Saratsen. Guru means when, when all that a person is worried about is where is he going to get his next piece of food. It's very hard to have Guru Saratsen to have big dreams when you're just hoping that there's not going to be a pogrom in your village, you know, on Tuesday and you're just trying to get your horse to move, or your cow to get a little bit of milk. So what kind of gurus do you have? Where's the gurus erotson? And And Jews are working for some pirates for some anti-Semitic, you know, landowner. Yes, 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 sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes. Sir. And the whole life became a life of hachna, and a life of chalishus of weakness. And, and the will, the willpower became so diminished so small, the willpower of a Jew to grow, to be strong, to be confident. So much of this was lost over, over the years of Goluz. And what Rabbi Akamay is saying is thats is that we're not supposed to wait for Mashiach to come to develop and to change and to return to how it once was, how we once were. Whoever did that, thank you. I appreciate it. you took. Who took care of this? This guy thanks you. It's good. There's such a huge disconnect when you learn Tanakh, and 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 like you take a walk on on Avenue J or Lee Avenue, where you go to Gula. You know, when you look at Tanakh, when you learn Tanakh, when you learn Sefer Yeshu. That's when we were standing on Miftaneha Haaretz, when we were on the threshold of coming to saw, right? We weren't, we weren't, uh, like like some uh, a bunch of a bunch of Yeshiva Bachrim, you know, with one lens missing, you know, from glasses, and like uh, bent over and afraid. We came to Eretz and we were ready to take on the whole world, Amish, not just physically but in Ruhniz, there was there was a a, a rodson, such a Rotson that's what Rav is describing there's such a difference between how we see Am Yisrael and Tanakh and how we see Am Yisrael over Golis what's happened to us and it's not just a matter of whether we have an army we don't have an army that's, that's something else that it's not just whether you belong to an army or you're serving in the army to be a person that has certain re- inner resources and strength and a, and, and a willpower to, and a confidence to be to be successful in life, bichlal, and against our enemies. The Tanakh personality is, that's why one of the reasons why it's very hard to learn to learn Tanakh. Not just the difficult psukim and Yeshai and Yermia and Trayas and so on, but the stories of Tanakh are very foreign to us. It's hard for us to think of David and Melch. It was the Chazal themselves say to David Amalekh, that on the one hand, David HaMalach was the most delicate, gentle soul. He was Tehillim, that's David Amalekh. And David Amalekh was busy, pascading Shilas. Yodem Luchalacha, his hands were, were bloody from answering Shilas and all kinds of questions. David HaMalach was, was pascading, was learning Torah, was saying Shirim and was singing Tehillim and playing his harp, whatever, David Amalekh. That same David Amalekh was was, David Amalekh, was was a gibor was a giver was a person of tremendous tremendous amitsut ruach, courage and strength and, and resolve and rotsen and it's been very hard to find that balance over the years of Gullahs, it's been very hard to find that balance, so there are some Jews that are like, you know, gibarim there are some gibarim and, we, and we, we ask them to please watch over us and take care of us, and you know. And then, and then, then the rest, the rest are going to be the, the, you know, with the Talmud and the Gemara. But to be able to, to be able to sustain that amitsus Haruch and a strong rotson and a confidence, without it being a contradiction, without it causing there to be conflict with two, that divides a person in two. David Melech was not a divided person. He was a healthy Jew. He was a healthy Jew. He knew when it was time to say til, when it was time to learn a black gemara, and when it was time to pick up his sword. He was a healthy Jew. He was a whole person. over the years it became more, no, we have these kinds of Jews, and we have those kinds of Jews. That's not the Russian Hellion. Even though, of course, by the and, you know, they, so they so one of the usual drushes that we'll hear from that Golis way of thinking is, well, but, you know, like Shevet Yesachah, they, they were just learning and someone would take care of them. So that's the model of Golis. So we'll divide the Jewish people, there'll be some that sit and they're involved in Ruchnius, and the other guys are like the guys that they have the buttons coming off their shirt. And, and uh, you know, we're brothers. You take care of us. And Gashmis will take care of you in rochnies. And this was a very comfortable model that served the Jewish people well over the years of being in, in Golis. That's not the Russian hellion. And that's not what it was with Sheba Yisof and Sheba It's just a simplistic way of looking at an so It's not the way that it was. The Bnei Zvon or Amaratzim and the Bnei Soscha didn't know what it mean. You know, weren't able to tie their own shoelaces. That's not, that's not what it was. It never was that. That's just a, 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 a convenient distortion. But that's not the way it ever was. That's not it. That's not the mitzvah of Am Yisrael. Look the way Rabbi Yaakim Waisheh describes. That is befitting. La'am Eitan, A powerful, strong nation. Not a bunch of schleppers. It's all the I, I just, I just read an article... Somebody gave me from shul last week. Everybody's trying to figure out what happened to Eric Sharon, right? Not, not. I don't mean what happened to him when he got sick or he died, but what happened to him? Like he was a giber, and all of a sudden he's like he. All of a sudden he like he threw in the towel and he gave, and he and he gave he gave gush katir, he gave it away, right? The same guy that was like, he was the guy he was the man, behind goose like he was the one that was pushing all the, all the misnachlin. He was the he was the Gebur. He wasn't from but. In in ruach he was a person that was very very much behind all the Hid food. and 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 then all of a sudden like the guy throws in the towel. This is a, this was a sod. The people right they're trying to figure out for years what happened to him. So there was some there was there was some giluyim apparently a week or two ago. Some I'm not going to any of the pratum, that he felt that he had no choice but to capitulate to the Americans. And the Americans were, were threatening him very, very strongly. The American government was threatening him that unless, unless then, فخل, فخل, فخل. it's always unless, <laughs> unless the Jews. Then it was unless the Jews when it comes to when it comes to Aza, That was unless. فخل. It's always unless. This is the tzur of Am Yisr, that, that we that we have to go schnorr to the American government for money. And to have resources to build an HSO. The American government tells the Jew where we live in HSL, what we should do in HSL. Yes, Mr. President. Yes, Mr. President. begging at least, you know, he spoke his mind. There's nothing like that anymore. It's yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. Of course, sir. Harots and harui Laam Vaatik were a powerful people an ancient people and we're confident we're confident that ultimately we're going to be absolutely victorious what happened to that? that will grow and be stronger and stronger that the, the victory will materialize over time until it will finally be complete What's the problem so Abyakamaja says Luma says So the kwutsemata means us The kwutsemata say sounds really nice We like the way this sounds right Strong powerful confident healthy alive from everything together We like that But we would just like Shakal yavolehamenamukha what does it mean, minamuchan? Huh? Pre-prepared, Prepared, ready-made, prefab, or minamuchan? There was a restaurant, some place where I don't remember. There was in Eretz so There was some restaurant minamuchan. That's when they, it means takeout. When I when I was growing up, and I lived in Eretz there was no such thing as coleslaw in HSL. The Americans started to come, so then it's a good thing because I, I I like coleslaw. <laughs> so the, the there was no such thing. There's no takeout. There's no takeout. The only thing I had to sell when I was growing up is that if you if you that they had a certain places where you can go in and you buy a chicken and they they'd put on the barbecue for you. That was like a big kiddish in HSL, that they would you could buy a barbecued chicken. But I don't know how many I, think, I don't know how many people ever bought them because I always saw the same chickens turning around. It looked at me like it was the same chickens. <laughs> but but I guess some people bought them to buy ready Minhamuchan. <laughs> Minamuchan. Means that they already cleaned off the feathers. It was shachted. They cleaned off the feathers. They cleaned it up nice and they already put it onto the rotisserie field and I remember my father making fun of this what's not matter, people don't know how to cook you have to, somebody has to make my chicken but people like when things are minamuchan right, minamuchan is nice take out so what I should say is that Jews would like to have a take out geula take out, you go in minamuchan like I said before Mashiach comes, sprinkles some, some holy water on every on all of us, and then all of a sudden we become like these Gibari We become. So that's what he's saying. The Barnishalam is telling us Shuvrai, he's saying Jews begin, start, lai Not just in in in, tshuva, in the classical sense. But return to me in the way that I... My ruts and my ruts and is that you should be strong and healthy and alive. Jews that are filled with simcha, with chiyas. Jews that, that don't have to ask for handouts from everybody for money. Jews that take care of themselves and take care of their own country, their own families. Shuvu'er Eli. But we say to Hashem we're the Kavut and we say to Hashem minamuchan. We say Shuv also would like to have Minamuchan Shuv would like to have Minamuchan also We'd like everything Minamuchan Everything should be ready made Pre-prepared Like nowadays Nowadays you walk into the store You don't have to cut your cantaloupe If you pay an extra $2 or $3 You're looking at a little plastic thing With the cantaloupe ready cut and I remember in the beginning, my wife resisted this. So kind, can can't you can't cut your old cantaloupe. And I see now we also have in the refrigerator some of these boxes sometimes, with the little cantaloupes. So I I asked like so what's with, so you know yeah, like you give in you know you just give in you give in it's an extra dollar or two but they take out all the the stuff in the middle and they cut you the cantaloupe and you no know, no there's a it's a very very strong time in a person to have everything mucha. Our grandparents and great-grandparents, they had nothing menamuchan. Everything was from scratch. Everything was from scratch. When you want to have chicken, you, they, sent, they had to send the youngest kid in the house, my father told me that, so they would take the chicken, hold it by its, by its head, or by its feathers, by its wings, and they'd take it to the sheikh. You go down the block, there's a shaykhid, and he, shaykhs, and he gives you back the bloody, a bloody feathered chicken. And you take it home, then. You work on it. It wasn't menamuchan. And that, and, and, but everything has to be now to be, to become a big talmud chacham. Everybody here wants to be a big talmud chacham, but wouldn't it be nice if it would be menahum well, Let's say you, you could pay a certain amount of money, and you could have, and, and you press a button for nazikin. You go to a certain store. And it costs you for five thousand dollars. You can you can get nazikin, and you sit in a chair and they put some electrodes on your on your head, and, and, and you're here for nazikin, yeah, you here for you paid already. Five thousand dollars for Neziken. You press a button, you walk out, and you know Neziken. Then you wouldn't have to spend so many so much time sitting and learning it. Be mechayi. Then when you like when you come someplace and people are talking and learning, you could like you know, be very good. Be very very good. Like everybody would be blown away. Until you get a guy that paid ten thousand dollars to get Neziken plus. You know what I mean? You got Neziken plus. There's a, like with the more lambdas they have different like. Different, different programs. But it would be such a Machai if you could, if you could get all of your learning, Minamuchan. But from the bottom up, so the Kvutse Mata, that's why, I don't know where Biakamacha chose to use the term here, Kvutse Mata. Those who are gathered below, Kvutse we Mata. Had, we had in the shtibl that I grew up in in Queens, we had, a, we had downstairs, we, we made a minion for guys, and we called it Kahal Kvutse Mata. That's what we called it in the basement. Why do we have call kibutzim mata? Because they avoid this But the kahal kibutzim mata wants to have hashiveinu Hashem alach you give it to us. You you help us to do tshuva. You build up our chesed. You you send me you send me uh, somebody to pay for my bills. Whatever it is, on every level, the, the kibutzim mata want things min hamuchah. Right? They want that the gates of Israel should open before them. neis that there's going to come down a Ruach Sar from Shammai and it's going to blow away all the Ishmaelim and blow away all of the Sunni Israel. And Sharizal Niftachim Everybody's going to say, and the whole world's going to say, welcome, welcome, Jews, we're so excited you're returning to your ancient homeland. It's all yours. That hasn't happened. Nineteen forty eight already was a, it's already been a while. So they made this, so they, the United Nations said that so since that time, so what is it? Because we cause the Khutzemata would like that Sharihar is you Lefnay. But they nice kneis. U base so Mikol McCurmis Puzurehem, Yinaharulatsion, you're coacham alconfe in the because those are the stories that they heard when they were children. That the same way we left Mitzvahim, whatever it is, I is, can't finish Sharm. We, we, eagles are going to come. Mamish people believe eagles are going to come. I also believe in that, but I mean, what does it mean can't finish Sharm? It's talking about a little bit Shabbos and Shul, can't finish Sharm. Eagles are going to come. I'm going to fly to so, Israel, but everything should be a Manucham. should be in like you walk around Yerushalayim and you have half the apartments in Yerushalayim are, are, are dark, or empty. Because they're owned, especially the nice neighbors, because they're owned by Americans. And unless it's Pesach, Shul or there's some kid that's just uh, trying to get away from yeshiva and spend the night, you know, in the parents' expensive apartment, the lights are off. The ones that need a little bit to pay for that because they're not so rich, they have to try to rent it out to people in between yontif, right? So we, we, we would all like to go to Yerushalayim. But we would like to shul also be min ha-muchan. min hamuchan. It means you hire a guy. They have all these guys now there, so you hire them that they're going to manage your apartment or your villa. They're going to manage your place, and that when you come to when you come there, the lights should be on, the air conditioning should be going, the refrigerator should be full. Min hamuchan. That's that's the way the kfutze, Kal kfutze, mata, mata likes things. Kavutzay mata likes things. Likes it when it's min ha-muchan. But that's not the Russian alien. That's a, that's a, that's a, a, a machsov of HaShiveinu V'Nashuvah HaShiveinu V'Nashuvah Min But the Baruch Shalom is saying No, 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 no Shuva Eli. You go build the thing Go build the place up Work on the place Build your life up So Hashem Has not been taking us On eagles' wings so, so everybody's waiting for the eagle. And when the eagle comes, we'll get on, we'll go. As long as when we get to the apartment, the refrigerator's full and there's air conditioning. And we're cool, we're cool. Now Rabbi Yaakov Meshach says, This Indian that we're talking about now, the difference between the and Ha'el, and the Hagia will of Hashem. And the Kavut Seimata's way of thinking. Now, Rabbi Yaakov says, Havikur This is similar to the vikur that we began with, between the, the disagreement, the standoff between what Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael al Dvar hatshuva regarding tshuva. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Shuva Me'Shuva Eli Vashuva So The Baal says, "Shuva Eli, return to me." You get started. You do stuff. You work hard. I'll take care of the end. I'll, I'll help you, and I'll finish it up. No, we can't. We can't. We need ready-made, sliced cantaloupe. As of soul's got it ready, be fixed up. Clean it up. Get all, the, get all the abs out of here. Make it nice and clean. I remember when I had... When... Uh, when my first, my my oldest daughter was born, so uh, I was waiting outside the delivery room. I, I don't believe in that Indian that that became popular that the father should be in there like cheering. You know, there are many issues in halacha with that, and other other issues with that. So I was waiting outside the delivery room. So the uh, so my oldest daughter, she has a big family of her own, Nehira. So. All the people inside the room were screaming, Rabbi Weinberger, Rabbi Weinberger, it's a girl, it's a girl, Mazel Tov. Even the guy was saying, Mazel Tov, they know, you know, this. Mazel Tov, it's a girl, it's a girl. And I started to cry. I was standing there with, I was standing there with the Tillum, and I was saying, Tillum, and I started to cry. It's my first baby. And so, so then right away, like after they said it's a girl, the like a nurse comes out with a baby. And she was all covered with stuff. So I said, out. She wanted me to be like hold her or something. I said, "Okay, just clean her up a little bit or something." <laughs> Maybe you could like wash her up. What am I supposed to do? Like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get dirty. You got to wash her up. Like she came out like looked like a chicken mom. She like here's your daughter, everyone. Here's your daughter. And I said, "Whoa." You know, they come out like with all kinds of stuff. I said, Don't you have to do something? <laughs> And this, there was the same, We were in the same hospital by Suri But the second one They all remember. They were laughing when I came They remembered Yeah, yeah, we'll clean her up We'll clean her up Not particularly and I'm Hungarian I don't like to have dirty babies I like to have clean babies Minamukhan You understand? Minamukhan And if somebody would raise your kid for you Whoa If you knew that somebody raised your kid And your kid would turn out to be a tzaddik And you could pay somebody to raise your to raise your kid and it would come out and the kid would love you and everything like that and the kid would be a, would be a tzaddik, it's terrific, that's great. But the B'nei Shalom has different, a different chesed. That's not his chesed. Knesel amar Hashivenu Hashem Adak veNashuvah vaAnu Mavinim vaAnu Mavinim. She says, <laughs> "Sof, sof, you know Adonai Baruch Hu. Sof, sof, the B'nei Shalom always wins. You know, that's because he's the bunchal. Shalom. So, sof, sof." You're not borough. Self, self, Hashem is going to win. And what? And Yisrael is going to do it. We're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to go, and we're going to move to him. Shuvah, that's Israel. Yisrael, but here really this is this what Rambam was saying. But where does this whole this service that we finally get up to the, the guts to get moving? Where does it really come from? It will come from the humility It will come from the humility when we say, Reboni Shalom we just, we don't have the strength, we can't. We can't. We can't, we don't know how to begin. And Hashem is welcome to say, you have to. But like Ram Nelson said, that when Rabbi Shalom says you have to, you have to, He Himself is giving us that chizik. In other words, we're going to be, we're going to be to try to take a step towards Hashem and a step towards Eitzchitzel. But we're going to feel like we just can't... We can't manage to pull it off. We just can't. It's too hard for us. And with humility, with real humility, we're going to say, We, we started. We began. Really, we don't, we don't realize that really, if not for Hashem helping us and pushing us, we wouldn't be able to start either. But with that humility... And it's going to be the same way when it comes to, to returning to Yisrael. Hashem gives us the feeling that we're starting, that we're finally growing up, that the Kavutse Mata has finally decided to take a step forward. But deep in our hearts, we know that we can't. We just can't make it. And we ask Hashem to help us. That's the Seder of Gula. That's the true Seder of Gula. So Hashem says, Shuvrailai, and we initially we resist that. Finally, finally we, we through through hearing it over and over again, Shuvailai, we Hashem gives us that chizik and we get moving and we try, we try. But in ourselves we know that we can't we we can never get past Mifta Neha We can't get over the threshold. We can't make it there. And we ask Hashem Hashiveinu Hashem Alecha V'Nashu Hashiveinu Hashem Alecha V'Nashu Kamocha Yisrael At Zion She Yisrael Yakdimu Loshu V'El Ha'aretz That at the end of time Which we're in now Jews will begin To return to the land And to build the land And Shakhlil Means to develop Ushakhlil Is call Hakinyon Am Haloum this is the whole Torah of the Vilna of the Gora, the Mashiach ben Yosef. And we're going to be, be, begin, that's why the Gora pushed so much for his students to go to Hedgesel. And that's why they were, they were, they were, and the Talmudiyah HaShem, the Talmudiyah HaGora, the whole Indian at that time, the Aliyah to Hedgesel at that time, when the light of Gula began to shine in a very strong way. So the grog, the HaGora and the Talmudiyah HaShem came to Hedgesel. They picked up and they went to Hedgesel. A small amount, but they picked up to develop all the kinyanim, the national tava, using our Carcas and others to empty out the swamps and to build up the land and to develop an economy. Kfi HaRotson HaElyon, which is the Rotson HaElyon, the highest will of Hashem. Now, this rots and that we have, that everything should be b'derech neis, because that's our experience in Gala, that, that we, we're not in charge of our lives. We can't do anything. We can't change anything. We're just at the mercy of the, of the Polish or of the Germans or the Hungarians or the Moroccans or the, whoever. We're at their mercy. So all we could do is hope that there'll be a an neis and that the, an eagle will come and carry us out of this, out of this misery. That's the way we lived in Gaulas. So HaKol so, This Rotson that Am Yisrael has that everything should be Bederech Neis. Rotson Zer That Rotson itself that longing that Hashem should take care of us. That Rotson itself Hu HaGoyrem the kaim is Derecha Teva. That itself is the cause that the Derecha that Teva goes on and on and on. That just we're, we seem to be stuck in Derecha Teva. Because all we want is a neis. And as long as all we want is a neis, then we, then we remain stuck in Teva. In, in, in things taking very long. Because things are unfolding in a way that seems to be just natural. Comashios sifu ritinus tahim, Lidvarim Pisaimium Vinicium. And to the extent he says, Comashios Sifu Ritzinus tahairim. But if we add more and more rit sinus taharum, pure Ritzinus, Lidvarim Pisaimium Vinicium. In other words, if you never let go, Hashem does not want us to let go of our belief that in a moment everything can change, suddenly could change. He wants us to let go. He wants us to continue to have that belief rather. As long as it's with the humility that we know that everything is from Hashem. Then to that extent, as long as it's Ritzonus Taharim, Yosifah Ritzonus Taharim, L'tvarim Pisarim Venisiyam, no, so if we just sit, let me try to paraphrase this. If we just sit back and we wait for a nice. and we don't and we don't do anything, then we get stuck in terror. And just goes on and on. If we don't, if we don't, if we just sit back and all we want is a ace. the correct recipe for gula, Rabbi Al-Kamari is saying. The correct recipe is that on the one hand, on the one hand, we hear the voice of Hashem saying what. Shuvayli, shuvayli, work, shuvayli. Come to me, try, do what you can, build, come back, shuvayli. So we listen to that voice of shuvayli. That's Aleph, and we start and we work hard. At the same time, we never let go of the ritzonas. But that deepest result to know that on our own we can't we can't ultimately we can't do this. And therefore we have the deepest, deepest belief and will and hope. That that Hashem is baruch, that Hashem is baruch will in a moment make everything mamish, bring everything to the to, to a different level, that everything's gonna just move out of that. Out of, the, out of the confines of Teva, it'll just move to a different, 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 different different place. So that, we're working, but then in the work that we're doing, because we're listening to Hashem's voice, saying, we're listening, and we're working, but then all of a sudden things start to like pick up. And things start to move. Things start to happen. So there's a confluence of nace and teva. Where nace and teva, on the one hand, we accepted our responsibility to work at things Bedarcha Teva, Shuva Eli. But then in our Shuva Eli work, there's a Hashiveinu Shemalach and and things start to go like crazy. Like things start to move and start to happen. So Nais and Teva Interface with each other. It's no longer just teva and neis. We're stuck in teva and we're waiting for neis. That's that was in gullus. That's how we live in gullus. Horrible teva. Send an eagle. Get you know get us out of here. Neis. It's either nothing or everything. But the but what Yaakov says the Ratzon Ha'elion is this way of shuv or and we hear Hashem's voice telling us to stop just sitting back and waiting, get to work. And in that work that we're doing, in a very humble way, we say, you know, it's really, it's, we can't, we just can't pull this off. It's too much and it's hard. The whole world is against us, the whole, the whole world hates us. We can't do this. And We begin to see that in Teva Nisan begin to Nisan begin to happen in Teva things begin to move crazy, unusual things begin to happen, but it's all still Teva there's no Chris Yamsov there's no Chris Yamsov there's no mon that fell from Shemai, but if you think about. If you think about how Jews who have lived in HSL over this short period of time since we started coming back, the Ketzal Mugula of how HSL has, the land, the landscape of HSL has changed. Whereas the Svarim point out that all of the years is really from the Zoya and Vayakel and other places, that all the time that our enemies are there, HSL doesn't, nothing, nothing much, HSL was, was empty, was desert, it was, was nothing. They couldn't get HSL to do anything. <coughs> But once we heard the voice of Shuvu Eli, then Hashem then you see Hashiveinu then Eitzhaseul then began to like, explode. Not What's happened in Eitzhaseul over this short period of time is so much not so much not Betevah. It's not B'daychatev. Because once we hear Shuvu Eli, then Hashem K'v'yochel responds to Hashiveinu Hashem Aleichem and that's what he says at the end. And we have have tremendous pure now that we're working hard that Hashem should suddenly, suddenly, miraculously make this all happen. Then everything moves along in the right way, in the right way at a certain pace. Which is that we're working at things but the mice Dam somehow things happen much more than we invest much more than we put in things start to things start to move in a, in a, in a miraculous way still but but those two worlds come together nice and Tava. they come together yeah gabi the the i can't hear you gabi membe's not in the in the road yeah Right, so that's where of Cook's whole life is to try to have these two people talk to each other. Because the idea was it was supposed to be one person. It wasn't supposed to be like some kibbutznik that's not from, that stands there, you know, without his, without his shirt on and a pair of shorts, that, you know, that didn't daven and each tray. And you have these people. Everyone one. What? Also, okay, I'm so I'm saying the tachlis is, okay, the tachlis is to have, like, you could do that with your shirt on and it also, you know what I mean? The tachlis is for everything to come together in one Jew. That's the tachlis. And that's all Rav Kuk wanted to do Is to take... First he wanted to get these two people to talk to each other. Like, could we guys could we come together and we can schmooze a little bit? Dad already was like, forget it, we can't talk. The ultimate tachlis is that it should be one Jew. That's Dovr One Jew. Even though Rav Kuk himself writes in a number of places that there, that there was always a class of kahanim and Klai so we see Rav Kuk himself was a kind Notice there are Kedoshia aliens that are like Mamish, Mamish, not in this world. And that's a different time we'll talk about that, what it means. K- Kedoshia aliens, they're like Malachi in this world. Malachi And Amish just has to take care of these people and make sure they have a place to live and to eat and take care of them. There needs to be these certain Malachim, the Kahanim, the Kahuna, there is such an Indian. But the Hamoin Am and and the Kaimah of Am Yisrael is in such a way where these <coughs> where these two worlds come together, which is really nice and tev, nice and tev, in one person, nice and tev, m- miraculous and tev, in one person that they should come together. we should be to, to see this with our own eyes and to be this way. Save the papers for next yeah, yeah, hold on to the. Bob, you send me your phone number You don't need me your phone number